really what the question is, is where is neutral? I have a sense of the stomach, but not with the stock market. You need to be able to see the forest through the trees. You need to be able to look out a little bit. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Like I don't get in my car without putting my seatbelt on. All right, so I guess I control your schedule, but that's why we're partners, oil and vinegar. I challenge that clock. Today is Wednesday, May 18, 2022, and this is The Bash. Welcome to The Bash, where we bring the analyst and planner to the table to discuss relevant financial and investment topics. We're going to have 60 seconds to discuss each topic. Scott, we said we're going to have 60 seconds. The man, the analyst, what do you think? Is that possible? Yeah, I promise it's possible. Perfect. You never, ever go against your promise. So we're going to see. Let's start off with our first topic, Scott. And right now, as of the end of April, the stock market is off to one of its worst starts since 1939. And if you're turning on the TV or listening or following the news, you're hearing a lot about the Fed. Are they going to be able to pull off this soft landing and possibly prevent an upcoming recession? So Scott, markets in turmoil. What are your thoughts right now? Whether or not they um, prevent an upcoming uh, recession uh, is regardless to our everyday work with our clients here. Uh, when it comes to investing for the long term, uh, managing their money and helping them navigate this market, uh, yeah, we're going through treacherous waters. Uh, we're watching the Federal Reserve do exactly what they told us they were going to do, uh, exactly what we've spoken about on many other uh, episodes of the bash and um, the Fed is doing it. They're raising rates. They are going to raise rates 50 basis points uh, again, and um, they're going to try and get to what they call neutral. And that's really what the question is, is where is neutral? And will they need yeah. to go to a more restrictive policy where they raise rates past neutral? Um, in my world, we look at neutral really on the two-year treasury at around 2.7%. Uh, that's why we believe that the communications of what that when they're going to raise rates is in line with that two-year treasury. So that's more of a technical basis on it. But frankly, when it comes to our clients, uh, what we're looking at is a big sale. Big summer blowout. You can go in and buy high quality. You can go in and buy junk. We recommend high quality right now. We recommend the barbell approach and we recommend diversification. Uh, but you need to be able to see the forest through the trees. You need to be able to look out a little bit, six to 12 months, because there's a lot of reasons to be scared and skeptical right now. It's whether or not you have the stomach for this market. Some investors do and some don't. I have a sense of the stomach, but not with the stock market. And another thing with markets in turmoil, Scott, I get this all the time. Matt, is the phone ringing off the hook? And the answer is no. No, no, no. If anything, clients are turning me down which has happened very often in my life, but now in the professional world, I'm reaching out and I'm thinking, why is this happening? I want to give you a couple of reasons. Let's start with, of course, a stat. According to a Magnify Money survey in 2020, it found that 66% of investors have regretted an impulsive or an emotionally charged investing decision. Scott, clients, listeners, they've been through this. They had the pandemic. They saw what happened with the market. We had 2008 financial crisis. They've been through this before. When I go out and I'm reaching out to them, we're doing our reviews. Matt, we get it. We have money set up in an emergency fund. We have money on the side for other things that are happening in our life. The money we're investing here in our retirement account, 
or outside our retirement account, the time horizon is a year, two years, five years from now. So we're going to weather the storm. We're going to rely on our strategy and the advisors we're speaking to and stick to the game plan. Stick to the plan. So right now, the phone is not ringing off the hook. If anything, we're reaching out to the clients. Good. I mean, that's great to hear. I mean, there's a lot of volatility and we need to be active. We need to be proactive. We need to be overly communicating so that clients understand what stay the course means and how we're helping them navigate. In your meetings, in your communications with clients regarding this turmoil, what are some of the strategies and what are some of the conversations looking like? Scott, thank you, but I'm going to concentrate on one of the main strategies. I know you're down with the OPP. I'm down with the DCA, and that is dollar cost averaging. That was bad. Let's, thank you. Um, I figured you would like that. Explain what it is is really simple. Dollar cost averaging. It's a simple technique that entails investing a fixed amount of money in the same strategy at regular intervals over a long period of time. We're making periodic contributions to our strategy. Think of an investor and their 401k plan. Money is being deducted out of their salary into that 401k plan. What is that? helping with. It's helping with now flexibility. This can be increased or decreased over time. It's also taking emotional decisions off the table. There's only so much time in the day, so many decisions we need to make. With investing, we want it to be automatically set up. And let me give you an example of what I'm running into a lot with clients that have money on the sidelines. Matt, I have this fixed amount of money I want to invest with you. Let's take half of it right now and we'll invest over time based on market conditions. That's you, Scott. But the other half, we are going to set up those periodic contributions monthly. So now we have that flexibility. Something happens in the client situation. We can adjust. And also, we're taking away that emotional decision. And as the market goes down, if it's happening like now and it's volatile, they're buying into their investment at lower and lower amounts. That is a good feeling for clients buying at a discount. Scott, what do you think about dollar cost averaging? Well, it's like wearing a seatbelt. Like, I don't get in my car without putting my seatbelt on. I'm wicked. Expect a ticket. I don't invest in oh. any area of the market without dollar cost averaging. I don't know what the immediate future holds. I want to be able to buy more if the price goes down. And anytime I buy something immediately, the price goes, that's just going to happen to anyone. So uh, I, want to be able to buy, I want to be able to buy more. Shut up and take my money. Uh, so yeah, I want a dollar cost average that the, there's, there's no crystal ball in any time horizon. However, if you have a long enough time horizon, you could be able to use empirical data to prove to yourself that, uh, investing works over the long term. You could be able to show yourself by the returns of the S&P 500. Let's go back to the market though, because dollar cost averaging is a no brainer to me. When I look at what's happening, though, in everyday markets right now, you have a tremendous opportunity to go right back to your account, whether you're a passive indexer or whether you're an active investor. Look through your portfolio. Where is there high quality and where can I buy more? Or what does my shopping list look like of areas of the market or companies that I've always wanted to own, but they were too expensive in 2021? Now they're on sale. What would love be a reason for not buying now? So, so I love sales. I like the way you look at it. And we talk about the market being in turmoil. I want to talk about a specific part that's come under fire, bonds. And they've sold off like equity so far in 2022. 
that is something that concerns me, especially for a moderate investor or someone in retirement is looking to be more conservative. So Scott, going forward, do you think bonds will provide a safety net if we face a potential economic slowdown? Yeah, when you look at the volatility of the market, specifically on the equity markets, uh, it, it can look like a bloodbath. But wait a second, go over to the bond market. I mean, now you're dealing with investors that are relying on income. They're buying bonds for what they perceive to be safety. But when you look at that performance, um, that's where the bloodbath really has occurred on the bond side, the 60-40 investor, the moderate or balanced investor that has 60% of their assets maybe on that equity and then 40% in fixed income. But it's within that area specifically that clients own treasuries. They own intermediate or long-term bonds, which really have had poor performance because rates are going up. You have that inverse relationship between rates and price. As yields go up, price goes down. The way we're helping our clients, specifically those retirees, is shortening up that duration, owning the short end of the maturity curve, owning floating rate, being able to participate as rates go up, being able to earn more money. Also on the dividend paying side of value. Yes, equities do have higher volatility. That's our job to help our clients navigate and show them that while there's higher volatility, the risk is on the bond side still right now because rates are moving up. There will be a time period where those retirees will make more money. They'll earn more income. We're not there yet. They're still going through the storm before they get to that point. So I'm, I'm going to come back to this anyway, because that, that's a big topic. And I think you cut me off a little bit too soon. I challenge that clock. I accept your challenge. Okay, you made a promise. I'm just hoping you keep it here. And I'm going to go on my side here. And Scott, you mentioned inverse relationships. So I'm just looking to zoom out here. We talked about over the last 20 years or so, haven't rates been going down? The value bonds have been going up. So you navigating and finding the right exposure to what areas of fixed income. I'm saying maybe, Scott, there's ways to replace or supplement some of that fixed income exposure. So some alternative options. We talked in our last episode about our banks, as rates are going up, giving us more interest or more return, more yield, very slowly. But you know who is? Life insurance companies. So you could have examples where you could be in a fixed annuity. Yes, you're locked in for a period of time, but a straight fixed annuity from an A-rated company, they are offering higher and higher return right now. Or even, like you mentioned, dividend-paying stocks. There are our dividend satellite strategy where we're having the potential for appreciation in those stocks or the yield they're also providing could be two, three, four, five percent. Yes, it's going to add more volatility. But when you look at this as a whole, Scott, we have to be active with our clients, like you said, look for ways to adapt to the ongoing, the upcoming environment and the changes with interest rates and alternative options may be a way to make changes to a client's portfolio. No one else is changing the weather. Weather's been nuts for a long time and nobody seems to care about it. To me, it's been a pretty cool spring. It's getting warmer out. Any big plans for the end of spring, upcoming summer? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got my uh, summer reading list put together. I have my beach chair that it has a little DW40 uh, last weekend. It's all set, ready to go. Um, <laughs> I'm right. preparing, getting all the proper SPF suntan lotion together for the one day that you allow me to have off. So I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So I guess I control your schedule. I heard a lot about the beach while you're reading. I guess I'll be listening to sports and financial podcasts. This 
Lincoln Sports Center. By the pool. But that's why we're partners. Oil and vinegar. I hope I get to the pool one day. Well, I'm waiting for you to build that. So, yes, Scott, you the man, the analyst. Thank you today. Great job as always. And investors, don't forget to stay focused, stay disciplined, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Bash. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee for future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this material may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax or legal advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified tax or legal advisor.